You're listening to episode ten. Well, aloha and welcome. Thank you for being here. And I want to introduce to you my guest today. Her name is Christiane Wargo. I'm so excited to interview and talk with her today. So Christiane Wargo empowers and encourages women from all walks of life to rediscover, rejuvenate, and renew who they are in mind, body, and spirit while reaching their health, fitness, life, and business goals. She is the CEO and founder of Create Your Now. Christiane is a certified professional life coach, personal trainer, and fitness nutritionist specializing in weight loss, metabolic training, functional fitness, and lifestyle transformation. Christiane is a wife of 21 years, a mother of five children ages 10 to 18, as well as a speaker mentor, musician, author, songwriter, educator, and coach. Her aspirations are to help others love their reflection while becoming their best selfie. I love that. Welcome, Christiane. Thank you, Janin. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. It's so fun reading your bio. Oh, well, thank you. You have done some great things. It keeps me hopping, yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with your children, too. Tell me, I want to ask you a little bit about your business, Create Your Now, because that's a really fascinating title. And to create Thank your you. best selfie, that is like a new terminology that everyone seems to be using. So tell us a little bit about your business and what you do. Create Your Now is actually an online training. Um, primarily, it's focused towards women. Um, however, we are eventually will be expanding it to men and specifically teenagers. Uh, but we have to take little steps. And this, uh, we, we've been around now for two years. And Create Your Now is truly about taking action now. And that's where it all came about is really trying to figure out where you fit in. And we as women kind of lose who we are. And we don't know we are identities associated with either our job or our husband or our children and what they're doing. Are we the soccer mom? Are we the football cheerleader? And so really it was the whole idea was to come and say, okay, it's time for you because you have to be the best you can be. And if you can be your best selfie and you look at that reflection and you know who you are, you can truly love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yes, I totally agree. That is so right on point as far as women getting lost in everybody else but themselves. That is so true. Yes. So that actually is great because one of the questions I was going to ask you is what made you decide to start your own business versus having a job? Because a lot of times it's just easier to have a job. What made you decide to create your business versus getting a job? That's for sure, Jan, and it is easier to do that. And I've actually done a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, I first started out as a babysitter and then Worked my way through life as in, you know, waitressing, corporate America, had the nine-to-five job. Um, I even had my own music business where I was um, a teacher and traveled to the actual homes and taught adults and children. 
Um, so that was kind of, and I never thought of myself as a CEO of my business then, but really, I guess I was. Yes, you were. And, <laughs> so the, you know, I guess for me, it was, it's really about um, living that life of balance, but I don't like to use the word balance so much because you can never be balanced exactly. Mm-hmm. It's more flexibility. And so it's, you know, ultimately you have to pay bills and for us, it has to fit into our family structure. And so when I was looking at whether or not, you know, where I was and where God was leading me to as to um, on my journey, um, he just kind of placed this in my lap and said, you know what, you need to be doing this and you need to, it's creator now, you need to do it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it just really fit into everything um, you know, worked with, you know, with five children, I'm coming and going, um, all the time with my husband's schedule. And so it just was really about that flexibility and creating my own time and my own residual income, what I wanted to do and using my passion to help others. Yes. I love that. That is so great that you were in tune like that and paid attention. That's awesome. Yeah. It's fun. (laughs) Yeah. it, It should be fun. You know, I mean, especially if you um, are creating your own type of business, you get to create what you want and to make it fun. I believe all women should actually have their own business. You know, it's amazing the amount of creative juices that we have in us and we need to express that. Yes, yes. Preach on, preach on. (laughs) Yes. I mean, yeah, we, and I think sometimes, you know, women, um, because we've lost who we are, Mm -hmm. we get, we kind of get trapped in our, our loss of identity. We don't think it's a loss of identity, but when, you know, I would challenge your listeners right now, look at yourself in the mirror. If you're driving and listening to this, look at your rear view mirror. Okay. Don't get into an accident. (laughs) When you look at yourself and you say, you know, who am I? Are you questioning and you're answering yourself as, oh, I'm a soccer mom, I'm, you know, I'm this, I'm, I'm a wife, or is it I am empowering? I go and I make a difference in my neighbor's day. I go and I impact corporate America. Yeah, those are great questions to ask. Yeah, makes you think. Yeah, we do. We need to really think about ourselves you know, because I, even I say, I tell my, remind my husband that, you know, you and I came before the kids and I came before you, you know, before this yes. relationship. And so thank you for that. Okay. So the next question I want to ask has to do with money because, <laughs> you know, when you get a job, you have that automatic paycheck and you know how much you're getting and you depend on that. And that's how you kind of work your life around how much you make but when you actually start your own business and you have a business of your own that is completely different you don't get a steady paycheck like that and my question would be more about did you learn to manage your money before did you grow up learning how to manage it like how did that whole thing come about did your parents teach you when you were young how to manage it or did you have to figure it out on your own because I really want other women to to hear about how we all have learned about our finances because sometimes if we don't understand it, we think we're the only ones mm-hmm. who don't understand it or who have to ha- who have had to have figured it out on their own. 
but yeah. it's not true. You know, we don't grow up understanding these things, and and most times, the people I have talked to weren't taught how to manage money and their finances growing up. And share a little bit about that and how it affects you now in your business. Certainly. Well, um, Janin, for me, um, I actually came from. Um, my mom and dad were absolutely wonderful, and we were not blessed with a lot of money growing up. Um, we had our needs met. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't even put us in the quote-unquote middle class arena. Um, my father was um, a minister, and eventually he um, became a chaplain in the Army. Um, so I'm a Navy brat, Army brat, and a <laughs> preacher's kid, all rolled into one. So hold on, ladies. We, we, you're in for a ride. Um, <laughs> But um, so, but from them, what I learned was it wasn't always necessarily about the paycheck, but how you use money really to serve others. And I say that in that when we needed something, it had to meet a need, not a want. Mm-hmm. And that you know, do we really need a new pair of jeans, ladies, every single fall? Probably you not. Know? Probably not. No. I mean, do we, when we go shopping, do we have to have a new pair of shoes? (laughs) Probably not, but we end up getting them. And so I think it, it really came down to, um, you know, I'm the oldest of three. So I think that helped, but, um, I can remember when my mom and dad, um, gave us the opportunity and said, Hey, would you like an allowance or would you rather just go on? Okay. If you need money, you can come and ask to have it from us, and then depending upon what it is, we can find ways to, to give you the money. And actually, we ruled no allowance. Wow. And some people would be like, wow, really? You mean it's, it's a steady paycheck? Right. And I really, I didn't really start thinking about this, Janin, until, until you asked that question. <laughs> and, you know, it, it amazes me that I think actually I was preparing myself to becoming the CEO of my own company. Because you see, I didn't have just funds any time that I could just go. They didn't have it, you know, just a full bank account all the time. Mm-hmm. They they had their own budget, but we knew that okay, we had to kind of meet certain criteria in order to get the funds. Wow, I love and, how they gave you an option and not yeah. just said, "Here, this is what it is," and too bad. Yeah, and I really thought, you know, and we went back and forth, oh, I think an allowance would be great because then we could just go get toys or we could, you know, back then we actually played with toys, not games. Um, Okay, we did have Atari, but um, (laughs) dating me now, I know it is. But, you know, you would have thought that allowance would have been better, but actually I think we found it to where we were better with our money, at least I was, and I can't speak for my brother or sister, but I know I was better, and when I asked for things, it was truly because I needed it, and it was serving a purpose, not just because I, I wanted it. Right. Well, that was smart of you back then. You must have just been a brilliant child from the beginning. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't think I was the brilliant one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's typical for most teenagers to just want the steady money, you know, because we all want things as teenagers, and... You know, so that was really good that you made that decision early on. That decision way back then is evidently helping you out in your business now. So when you actually look at your finances for your business, what is it that 
governs what you do? Like, how, what's your thinking process as far as what you need to spend your money on and how you go about all of that? A lot of it, I think, really depends upon your needs for your company that you're building. Um, and, and your company, could, you could even look at it as your family structure. When my husband and I first got married, we actually had a budget. And I don't know nowadays how many people actually have a budget. Not many. Um, not many. I mean, <laughs> I actually had written down, and it may have been just on loose-leaf paper, not in my computer, but handwritten, and I would have monthly, okay, you know, rent. Um, food and, you know, car payment, insurance, literally everything spelled out how much we, you know, made together, et cetera. And so we knew bottom line that this is what had to be paid. Mm -hmm. And then if it was a great month, everything was okay. And, you know, that the paycheck that we were guaranteed, it was all there. We knew we'd have about this much extra. So we could sit there and figure out, okay, well, maybe it's time we buy a new couch because we've been <laughs> sleeping on grandma's couch and it's like 35 years old, you know. <laughs> so we would budget that way. So looking at it from the perspective now of me having my own business, I do the same thing and I budget out and I look at, okay, this is my business plan and I may need a computer. Why? Because everything's online. I need a computer. That's a necessity. That's not a want. In right. order to be, you know, online, you got to have a computer. But a want might be, oh, I can record with my camera phone versus having a better camera that does amazing, you know, video recordings. <laughs> I may want that, but I may not need that right now. And so it's really prioritizing what you need. And then putting it down in order and saying, okay, these are really my wants. What can I operate off of? And then just making a checklist. I love how you do that. <laughs> I, call me a little structured. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's good because that's a great tip for women listening out there. Because a lot of times when I interview women and talk to them about their finances, they don't write these things down. You know, everything is either just in their head or they kind of look mm -hmm. online, their, the balance in their account. So they're not really writing anything down. They just kind of figure, well, I got this much left. I can spend this much. So I love how you, you gave that great tip for everybody is to write all of it down and to do both for your, per, your family and personal finances and the, doing the same thing for your business. That's really important. Ladies, Whoever's listening out there, you need to write everything down on paper. So, yes, paper. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know what, though, Janet? It is. It's different when you write it on paper. I still do a lot of things computerized, but I am a note taker. I love to write. And it's yeah. something about when you put pen to paper or pencil to paper and you write it there, it's like a commitment. You don't realize what you're doing, but it attaches. I mean, there's so many studies out there on how it changes the mind yes. and what it does. And so psychologically, physically, mentally, everything you can, just by writing it down, you can change your financial income within your own structure for your family and your business. Yes, I agree 100%. And I have looked into the, the studies where they do talk about when 
your brain reacts differently when you're actually writing something physically down on paper versus just putting it in the computer. It has a different function in your brain and your brain reacts differently when you're writing. I totally agree. I love writing on paper too with colored pens. You know? Oh, yes. <laughs> got to be creative too. Might as well. <laughs> we might as well. We got to have fun. Indeed. Thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. I want to ask you another question and it's about joy. Because what I want to share with women is doing your finances to a lot of women, they feel like it's boring or they hate it or it's tedious and there's no joy in it. And why would you want to even have joy when you're working with your finances? Tell me what does joy mean to you, first of all? Joy for me is truly living a life by serving others authentically. I love that. Oh, thank you. Um, it, you know, I mean, joy, you can pay the bills. I mean, come on, whether you're paying online or whether you actually are physically paying in cash or writing the old fashioned check, you can still find joy in it. Why? One reason, Hey, you're paying your debt off. That is a reason to celebrate, right? Don't look at it when you pay a bill that you're dreading because you have no money to pay, but be excited that, wow, I get to pay this off, and as I'm paying this off, you know, I'm, I'm paying my debt. I'm helping others because, because of this, somebody has a job. Right. You know, paying my car payment. Somebody had to make the car for me to get it. So I'm helping to pay for someone. And so looking at it really from the aspect of serving, um, you can't get more joyful than that. Oh, I totally agree. We have to look at working with our finances as at least we have the money to pay our, our bills. Yes. And so we need to work on having that joy and trying to teach women that we need to have joy because, you know, having the money that we do to pay our bills is a blessing. It's definitely a gift. We need to kind of look at things a little differently. Yes. Yeah. And, and go for it, girl. I mean, I think women especially, we have different challenges. We're the nurturers in the yes. family structure. And I think sometimes we get so bombarded with all of our have-to-dos yes. because everybody mm -hmm. else is running our schedule. Whether we have our own business or not, whether you work in corporate America, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom. Everybody else, the school system is running your life because yeah. they're telling you when your kids come and go to school. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. Who's really in control of your calendar here? Who's in control? And so I think sometimes finding that joy in anything, you can find the joy, but sometimes it's looking for the joy yeah. and being open to that opportunity of, hey, this is doing something more than what I really thought it was doing. Definitely. You're so right about other people running our schedules. <laughs> joy is so important. We get into these habits of ours and some of them, some of our habits we create ourselves. Some of them it's, it's because we have children and a husband or a busy job. And then sometimes we forget to have joy. You know, I talk a lot about money and joy and it's hard to kind of understand how they correlate but it really is connected you know we just need to really think about joy more often and how we can find joy in everything that we do because at the end of our life we're not mm. going to be thinking about uh, the great career we had you know we're just gonna we're going to remember the joy that we felt and the love that we have for our family 
Yes. Thank you. So how do you value yourself in terms of money being spent on you? Do you ever feel guilty about buying things for yourself? Because it comes down to how we value ourselves when we spend money. What is your view on that as far as you valuing yourself and maybe splurging a little on yourself? I don't know. Everyone is different. So share a little bit about that. What a great question, Janin. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Uh, It really got me thinking in regards to how I value myself, I think I'd start, I'd start this way. I think a lot of society, we feel that we are entitled. We're, running, we're raising generations of entitlement mm-hmm. versus earned, being you know something earned and used for service. And um, I look back, when I was going through um, kind of a tornado in my life, I didn't really realize it until after I'd come out of the storm. But looking back, I can remember looking at my, not really knowing who I was. I lost kind of who I was, and I thought I knew who I was, but I really didn't. And so I would shop for myself. And, hey, shopping, man, is so easy. You don't have to go to the store. You can just do it online. Oh, yes. You know, and so I would buy things. And it wasn't like I was racking up thousands and thousands. of It wasn't. It'd be, oh, a necklace here that, you know, I got on sale for $45 and change and got free shipping. And so that may have come one week. And the next week was, oh, a cute pair of pants that I would get, you know. And the thing was, it was more of trying to fulfill a void in my life that actually I didn't know was there. And so when I went through my tornado and and looking back on it, and now I'm not necessarily in rainbows, but yes, I'm out. It's, it's, It's rainbow season now. (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, of, of course, there's lots of rainbows in Hawaii. Yes. And so, and so you know, having just, just with the rainbows of life, I think sometimes that we look at when we spend money on ourselves, are we coming from a selfish or, or a self-absorption of how we're spending it? Or are we coming from it of the aspect of we've earned it and we can do something to help better the ultimate goal. I think, kind of, kind of I guess, to put it in, into, um, to have it make sense, I, I see it as being selfish and self-absorbed. For example, I'll just use Manny Petties. <laughs> Manny Petties, they're great. And if you can afford one every week, praise the Lord. I am so glad you can. But the problem is not every woman can. And not every woman should feel like they have to, yet they want to be like the Joneses. And so there's this form of, you know, I'm doing it because it's selfish or whatnot, okay? So it's more of an entitlement. Well, she's doing it, and she's doing it. My girlfriends are doing it, so I need to do it too. Mm -hmm. But then on the other side of the spectrum, you have, you know, coming from the aspect of service, earned, and um, I have a really messed up digestive system. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't work right. And so oh. I have to take food that is supplement, okay? It's supplement food. And that's truly my fork and knife food. And my supplement food is my fork and knife food. So I'm kind of reversed. And it's strange that way, but it works. So even though I'm a personal trainer, 
you know, hey, yeah, I look really cool buying all this great supplement stuff and spending <laughs> the big bucks, you know? No, it's not that. It's because it's a necessity because if I don't feed my body, I'm not going to be healthy. I can't take care of the long-term goal, which is my family, my friends, my church, my community. I can't do what I need to do. So that's not a want. That's not being selfish. It's truly taking care of myself because I need it. Yes. Does that make sense? Kind of the difference there. And and I think, you know, being entitled versus doing it being earned, I think we really need to think about that more often. And when we say, oh, I want to get this, ask yourself, stop and say, do I need this? Does this help me get get to the goal at hand, whether it's at your business, whether it's your family structure, you know, if it's within your family and you're trying to save money to go on vacation, but you're looking at buying a new TV, why just because it's on sale at Best Buy? Really? <laughs> I mean, a thousand dollars there versus a thousand to go to your vacation, you could pay cash. You know, I I think, you know, we need to dig a little bit deeper. I guess in a roundabout way to answer your question, I don't necessarily, I value myself by looking at the mirror and knowing who I am and that when I know who I am, that my decisions on how I spend my money is not a reflection of trying to make myself just feel better, but it's actually adding to the goals at hand. That was a perfect explanation. I love the way you said that because it's true. We need to, and you know, I really believe in having conversations with ourselves. You know, I mean, we yes. do it naturally anyway. And it, when I go to the store too, you know, some, sometimes I will see something, you know, I think, oh, this would be really nice or whatever it may be. And I always have that conversation to myself and I do ask myself questions. Do I really need it? How am I feeling today? Am I just emotional shopping? Or is it something that will be of value for a really long time? I go through a a series of questions when I'm ready to purchase something, especially if it's a little bit higher in price. Or, And I started doing it now, even for little things that are really inexpensive. Because when you go to the store, they have it set up where everything is almost shouting at you like, buy me, buy me. So I I even ask myself those questions. Am I just buying it just because it's really cheap or is it on sale? Do I really need it? I really believe in asking yourself a lot of questions before you actually purchase something. I mean, and even food, because sometimes we buy food that is either unhealthy or we don't need it. But, you know, when you go to the store, one tip is never go to the store hungry. Because you want to buy everything because everything looks good. So you just need to ask yourself questions. Do I really need to buy this at this time? That has really helped me a lot. And I do suggest that to everyone that I talk with about these things. You know, that's a really good tip to have. And, you know, you can have an internal conversation. You don't have to say it out loud. But sometimes I do talk out loud. You know, I don't worry about if somebody's passing by me and if they think, oh, this lady's talking to herself, herself. You know, I care more about the bottom line, right? Is, you know, what I'm purchasing going to have an impact or do I really need it or am I just wasting money? 
That, that's awesome, Janet. I mean, I think, you know, and if you feel funny talking to yourself, just get a, <laughs> just put your headphones in. No one's going to know you're talking to yourself. They're going to think you're talking to somebody. So, you know, actually physically ask yourself that question out loud because sometimes our minds can play tricks on us. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good tip to put in headphones. I never thought about that. <laughs> okay, I have to tell you this story. So I'm in okay. Walmart and um, I was looking for a card for my husband. And um, I like to do sweet little things, and that's one little sweet gesture that doesn't cost a lot of money that I can do, and I can write him a sweet note, and I just do it once in a while out of the blue. And so I was looking for a card, and I had my earpiece in, and I was actually talking to another person on the phone. But oddly enough, you couldn't see it because I have long hair, and it's covering my ear. And so I'm talking. Well, there's this other lady that's looking in the card section, and she's hearing my conversation, and, and I mean, I pause, so it's not like it just sounds like I'm talking to talk. And so she goes around on the other side looking for cards, and then I said something, and she bent down and started looking at cards, and, and I said, oh, well, that's great. That works for me. And so she stood up, was going about ready to walk away, and she goes, do you need anything else? She thought I was talking to her the whole time. And, what, and it's weird, and I, I just had to laugh. I mean, you had to be there. But it's one of those things where even though I really was talking to somebody, sometimes we need to talk and actually physically hear ourselves to commit to it. Right. And finances, oh my gosh, Janet, finances are so important. We all need money. We need money. Yes. You know, and maybe you need to have an out loud conversation with yourself to get yourself started on the right track. Or to be able to maybe hold yourself back if, if it's an issue, if you shop too much, etc. Definitely. And, you know, a lot of times we go to the store ourselves, so we don't have someone else to bounce the idea back and forth with, you know, because sometimes if you go shopping with a friend or a family member, you can say, oh, do you think we really need this? And a lot of times women are in a rush. We need to just go in the store, get what we need, and we don't have that other person. So I believe in having that conversation you know, it's like talking it out. It's like your brain is actually able to help you figure it out. Well, okay, I don't really need this at this time. This can wait or it's just yes. not necessary at all. Thank you for sharing that. That's a funny story. You <laughs> never know who's listening. <laughs> you never know. You never know. And I'm sure she thought I was crazy. And then I just kind of giggled. and I, was, I just pointed to my ear. I said, no, really, I'm okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have laughter. It's okay. We do. That brings about joy, right? I mean, come on. What better way than to laugh to bring in joy into your life? Exactly. (laughs) Well said. (laughs) The last thing I want to ask you is what dream do you have that you want to see fulfilled in the future? Right now, I know you're busy with your family and your business, but is there something that you have either in the back of your mind or in your heart or written down that you would like to do later on in the future? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I don't know if it's my dream or if it's God's passion for me or what. But, yes, I have a dream. And I feel like a little bit like Martin Luther King. I have a dream that one day, (laughs) truly, that I I will be able to stand up on a very big stage and be able to empower women even more than what I am helping them now as I partner with them in life. And it's really reaching out and reaching out to the core because I just feel like today we, um, 
as a whole, there's so many things that we just kind of gloss over. And I really believe about living in the present, you know, being present, be incredible so you can be you. And you need to create that now. And we don't hear that as women. We don't hear that you're important. We don't hear that what you're doing is vital to this world. And your world may be only 100 people, but that 100 people that you come in contact is essential you know, you were put there for a reason and you're reaching out to them. So your outreach is so, so dynamic. And I just think sometimes we just gloss over that, that, hey, I'm really not worth it. I'm not worth the time. I'm not worth trying to better myself and to become my best selfie. And that's really, that's my dream is to be able to be out there and just to help enlighten women to see at the core who they are so they can create your now and be their best selfie. I love that dream. That sounds really exciting. It is exciting and scary. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, sometimes the scariest ones are the best ones. Yes. I hope you get to do that one day soon. Thank you. Make sure you invite me now. (laughs) Oh, I will. You'll be right there with me. (laughs) Okay, sounds good. This has been great. Thank you for everything that you've shared. I love everything that you've said. Now, please give us your contact information and how women can get in touch with you and your website. Tell us all about that. Well, the easiest way to get in touch with me is you can find me at createyournow.com. You can also feel free to email me directly. It comes directly to me. You will not have anybody else seeing that email, but to me at Christiane, K-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-N-E at createyournow.com. Check it out. I would love to be able to help serve you. Uh, There's lots of free resources. Again, we're just launching the online training, and so new things will be popping up often. And reach out. If there's anything that you'd like to see, if there's something I can do for you, please let me know because really I am here to help you with your best selfie. I think you have great things to offer women out there and I wish you all the best. Thank you, Janin, so much for having me here. It's been a privilege and an honor and I just love what you're doing. You're reaching to the core of what women need to hear and really, really allowing them to find joy through their finances. I mean, why not have financial bliss, right? Right, exactly. You couldn't have said it better. Well, thank you. You take care and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Janin. Mm-hmm.